This essay, piece by piece, written by Madeline Adriance of St. Mary's Academy in Portland, Oregon, was a top winner of the High School Essay Contest in 2018, sponsored by the Garaventa Center. To myself in seventh grade, some words of advice. One, lose the attitude. Really. It doesn't suit you. With your kind of brain, you need to be spending your energy on making beautiful things, not comparing 95s and 97s. It makes it extremely hard for people to like you. One, well, that's not quite true. You're funny sometimes, so people will still tolerate you even when they shouldn't. Two, life is not a debate. You can't just pick a side and argue for it. Real life has no sides. The world can't be cut clean in two. At the core of everything, there's really just principle. How you choose what to do, and reality. How that choice shakes out. Yes, you do sound really smart when you act like you're at a debate tournament and spout facts about abortion from your latest public forum case, but that's not going to get you anywhere. To... And I think you already know that. You never really liked debate after all. You hated how you couldn't say, actually, I agree with you. You did it only because you didn't want to let Camille down, because she didn't trust herself to do the rebuttals and you were too good a friend to tell her you didn't want to do them either. No matter. It's still good advice. Three, getting jealous won't help. So what if the two of them have sleepovers without you? You have other friends who only sometimes hang out without you. Three, someday you'll learn that Fiona and Camille have something truly special. Then you might not feel so angry. Four, relish those days of sitting on the grass after school until four every day, talking with your friends. Memorize the way their hair looks when the sun shines through. Memorize their voices, too, so you can hear them in your head as you fall asleep. Write down every word you hear. Four, maybe you could invite Fiona to sit with you, too, just once or twice. She's lonely, and she misses you, and she wants to talk to you about something beyond the TV shows you both like. Five, look for God every once in a while. No need to make it complicated. A simple glance at a tree in autumn or a kind word to a teacher will do. Five, it'll help. When your world shatters not too far from now, you'll have something to hold on to. And you just might survive. Six, you really don't need to get up at 6 a.m. every day. I mean, come on. School starts at 8.45. It takes a maximum of 20 minutes on bike. And less than that if you could be a normal human being and take the bus. Honestly, you could have gotten up at 7.30 the entire three years. And as someone who no longer has that privilege, it's infuriating that you didn't. Six. Remember that time you were going to take the bus with Fiona to your house to watch the season two finale of Sherlock, but you weren't sure which bus to take, so you walked all the way there? It must have taken an hour at least. God, you were so thick sometimes, but she didn't complain. Seven. Play apples to apples in the morning more often, please. It was fun. Seven. And you got to play with Fiona. And you still remember that time when the green apple card was glamorous and she put down Princess Diana, but cold pizza won and she fumed about it for years. Eight. Well, that's about it for me. Those are the important things. The rest you can pick up along the way. Eight. But that's not all of it. Not at all. 
Fiona would tell you to thank her for making you drawings of your favorite characters, for giving you gifts even when you didn't deserve them. She would tell you to talk to her, to let her in on the deep conversations you have with everyone else. She would tell you to stop being jealous of her and Camille, because once she's dead, that will all turn to pity and then grow back into jealousy when you realize no one is ever going to love you as much as they loved each other. She would tell you, look for God. Because when I'm gone and you don't have anything like God, you're going to try to cut the world in two. You're going to float in the remains with nothing to hold on to, and you're going to scream into the darkness and forget what sunlight through brown hair looks like. And that won't help anyone. If you've looked for God, and God has found you too, you'll be able to drag yourself back onto land and match your feeling with your action, your principles with your reality. Do something for the people who miss me instead of trying to cut yourself in two because you think you can't. Oh, who am I kidding? She wouldn't say anything like that. She would say, I don't know. Just try to be kind and help others. And tell me about the good shows you've watched recently. Why am I saying this again? And we'd laugh, and all those thoughts about God would be buzzing in my head, trying to make sense of talking to a ghost. Nine. I suppose it's worth saying that you should treasure her because she'll be gone so soon. But even if I do, I know you won't. Because that's something you have to learn by doing. You can't know that the world can't be cut in two without hacking at the earth with a knife until your hands bleed. You can't look for God until you see God out of the corner of your eye on accident. And no, you have to look in the bushes, not in the clouds. And you can't remember a person really see how they were stitched together until they shatter your world by leaving and you have to put it all back together piece by piece, memory by memory. Mm -hmm.